This podcast is brought to you by the Alliance for African Partnership in collaboration with the U.S. Department of State. Hello there. My name is Oliver Nabidio. I'm an alumna of the Professional Fellows Program funded by the U.S. Department of State, Bureau of Education and Culture Affairs, and implemented by Michigan State University in partnership with University of Nairobi, Kenya, Sokoine University of Agriculture, Tanzania, and Chambogo University, Uganda. The Professional Fellows Program is an initiative that aims to provide emerging agribusiness entrepreneurs from the US and Africa to access mentorship, networking, and cultural exchange opportunities with a focus on women's empowerment. I'm excited to welcome you to the very first series of the Bridging Boundaries podcast that aims to bring together professional fellows to speak about their work, share experiences, and discuss questions about of shared importance. Each individual podcast will explore in depth the overlying objectives of the professional fellows program. Through this podcast, we aim to bring you some of the most exciting discussions, experiences, and insights from professional fellows. Hope you enjoy. Yeah, good uh, morning, Kurt and Joanne from the US, and good mo- good evening, Linda. Welcome to the Professional Fellows Podcast. Um, would you uh, kindly introduce yourselves, uh, what you do? Um, probably we'll start with Linda, then Joanne and Kurt. Good. Uh, Good uh, good morning. My name is Linda Nafula Wamea. I am from Kenya, East Africa. I live in Kitale, Rift Valley region, Tanzania County, and Kimini Sub-County. I'm currently working in the Integrated Alliance for Change as a community-based, organi- a community-based organization, uh, a community mobilizer. Uh, I... We are yet uh, recently retired from Allen Neighborhood Center after 25 years of community development work uh, in the northeast quadrant of the capital city of Michigan. Um, we have uh, lots of programs related to uh, food and food access and health, some housing programs, other programs uh, as well. And since 2014, we have uh-huh. been uh, a part of uh, various MSU uh, partnerships um, with women from Africa. It's been a really rich uh, and uh, you know wonderful experience. Three of us have had the opportunity to visit Africa and to visit women who have been cited at Allen Neighborhood Center or nearby nonprofits oh. um, and have experienced uh, just a really wonderful experience change of information and uh, been inspired by uh, so many, so much of the community work that we've seen in various countries of Africa. And Kat can tell you a little bit more about the variety of our food food and health programs. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Hi, my name is Kat Logan. Um, I have a background in community organizing social work with a focus on neighborhood work and racial equity. Um, I've been with Allen Neighborhood Center for the last decade, and I've been there in a lot of different roles, ranging from our outreach and engagement, where we connect with our neighbors and our stakeholders and promote our programs and 
help folks find resources that they need uh, to helping with our farmer's market, which is a weekly farmer's market that we have, you know, dozens of vendors come and supply food to our neighbors. Um, to our food pantry, where we provide emergency food assistance to those who need food. Um, and I've also done work with our Veggie Box program, which is a multi-farm CSA, uh, a community-supported agriculture program where we connect dozens of local farmers and food producers with hundreds of members every year. Um, Allen Neighborhood Center also has senior programs uh, for our elders and youth programs for our children. Um, we have an urban farm and we have licensed commercial kitchens for people who want to start their own food business as well. Uh, recently, we've also developed uh, Allen Place, which is a hub for our neighborhood that has a, that has housing on site, apartments. Um, we also have an, a co-op co grocery store and an accelerator kitchen for people to sell all types of different kinds of food. Um, and we have a health clinic and a pharmacy on site as well. So we do community organizing work with a bit of everything. That's great. Thank you, Joanne and Kat and Linda. That's very interesting to hear. Um, I think the last time I was at, um, in, in 2018, when I was um, under the Professional Fellows Program, when we visited the Allen Neighborhood Center, what yes. uh, attracted me most or what interested me most was the veggie box, you know? I was yeah. so excited about it and I wanted to come and try it out here <laughs> until I realized, you know, it might not be something that's, will work <laughs> right, right. Will work very fast. But yeah, it is something that was interesting that I, I found at Ali Neighbor, Neighborhood Center. So um, Linda, you've yeah. been engaged in the virtual program. Um, what has been your experience in the virtual program? Okay, thank you. My experience with the virtual program uh, as, a, as an alumni mm -hmm. was great. And uh, it's been an eye-opener where I'm now, I'm not only working as a service provider at the organization, but as an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. uh, this has led me to take undertake another course in business management. I'm currently doing a diploma in business management. Mm -hmm. And I'm geared towards growing participating communities to be social entrepreneurs, not just beneficiaries. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're also adopting, through this uh, budget program, we're also adopting a system of capacity building where each farmer is encouraged to adopt at least one farmer household whom they shall mentor mm. as they advance to the next level of our community smart project, a poultry project. That's great. That's great. That's great. Um, Kat and Joanne, what was your experience um, with a virtual program? You know, as people that have experienced the physical program and um, the professional fellows have been, um, you've been engaging with the professional fellows during the program physically but uh for for this period of time it has been virtual what has been your experience um do you mean with the virtual program with a virtual year? program yeah last year so yeah like you've mentioned we've done both the in-person um where we've had folks uh different entrepreneurs come to Allen neighborhood center and work with us and learn from us and we've been able to go to east africa um, yes. and other parts of africa but mm. for the virtual program itself um, we did more work about providing some of the resources that we have available at Allen Neighborhood Center and our models and the ways that we implement our programs. Mm. Um, we offered some, you know, one-on-one -on -one conversations with uh, participants in the program um, to kind of share ideas and exchange knowledge. 
I think one of the greatest things that we've understood from this program, and this is kind of something that you've mentioned about the Veggie Box program, is uh-huh, it's, uh-huh. it's not always the easiest to uh, replicate exactly what we have here, or exactly what folks in East Africa have there, because yeah. we're working with all different kinds of people, different cultures, different histories, different backgrounds. Sure. Um, and it's not always going to work, which is totally fine. But what works is sharing techniques and tools and stories. Um, and that's something that we've seen be wildly successful. And so that was kind of a lot of our focus last year in this virtual program. Okay. Were you mentoring uh, some people? Uh, were, you, were you mentoring some uh, fellows? It was more a generalist. We didn't, for the virtual program itself, we didn't have um, specific people per se. It was more yeah. more uh, generalist for the program itself. Okay, that's great. Um, um, and do you have any collaborations with any fellows? Um, probably after uh, all the, 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 the program has gone on. Do you have, yeah. have you, have you formulated yes. any partnerships or uh, people yes. that you're following up as you're mentoring them? Yes. As, as, uh, as I said a little bit ago, mm-hmm. um, it was very exciting to go to Africa um, after having uh, women from Africa placed at the center mm-hmm. to visit them and uh, see their own, see their work and their projects. Um you know, my opportunity to visit Africa came in 2014, and there were many, many uh, places that we visited, women that we visited uh, who had been placed in mid-Michigan, but two were, you know, I have vivid memories uh, of working with uh, Natu Masoya, uh, who in uh, Soweto had a kindergarten. Uh-huh. It's a very small school. Do you know Natu? Um, no, don't really. Mm. And uh, so we we actually spent a couple of days with her, mm-hmm. uh, and then afterwards we came back and um, and did a a drive a, a school supply drive to gather books and pencils and paper and wow. desks. Wow, that was. And then fun. and then we discovered that it was very expensive to ship to Africa. <laughs> oh and, no! Yeah, <laughs> and. Uh, and so we contacted a, a local moving company called mm-hmm. Two Men in a Truck, mm-hmm. uh, headed by a, a philanthropic leader. And mm-hmm. she uh, decided that her company would pay the entire cost of shipping the supplies to Natu and to the kids in the school. Wow, that was generous of them. Yeah. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. And then it was also, um, it was also really. Uh, memorable to visit mm-hmm. uh to uh Lebogang Bokopane. Do you know Lebo? She fought she founded a Matatlung network. It was a network for uh the Center for Victims of Crime, Violence and Abuse. And mm-hmm. it was really amazing. So they had they offered shelter and uh for probably eight different women and their children but what was also really fascinating was the fact that the women who stayed at the shelter um, all worked in a, a large garden so that they were growing a lot of food mm-hmm. uh, for, for consumption uh, on site. And there was a lot of conversation about who passes. And when we got back, yeah. we tried to we tried to connect folks uh, at MSU who were doing oh. hoop house development in Michigan. Mm. Um, with uh with Lebo and her and her team. 
Uh, nothing really actually ever came of that. But the other thing that was so impressive about the center was that they had uh, built a very large kitchen mm. and, and they operated a bakery. And many of the women who were staying uh, in the shelter would actually work in the in the bakery. And they started very early in the morning, produced hundreds of loaves of bread. Mm. And then people from the surrounding, from Joburg would come in and buy bread, you know, from, wow. uh, from, from the center. So, I mean, they were very entrepreneurial. They were, uh, you know, just a lively and vibrant place. And I remember that the elders in the surrounding community did a performance one night um, that was that was moving, very moving and uh, and really fantastic. You know, so they were, you know, we brought back inspiring, you know, oh. memories and stories and uh, and really a much uh, clearer understanding about how all of us involved in building, you know, sustainable communities through food and agriculture uh, stand shoulder to shoulder, you know, across, you know, borders uh, and have much to learn from one another. So the programs like the Women's Economic Empowerment Project and the more recent projects um, are so important, I think, um, for all of us uh, here in, in Michigan, and I and I hope for our sisters in Africa as well. Oh, that that's very interesting to hear, Joanne. Um, Linda, you you work as a a TOT train a train of trainers, yep. um, and a community service provider. I can see yes. that you have a lot of um, experience in health. Um, exactly. What motivates you to take on agriculture and most specifically uh, engaging women and girls and the youth, the young people? Okay, what uh, what what interests me in taking to agriculture? Uh, I once worked with an organization that was doing a, we were doing a, a sustainable uh, farming, we call it biointensive agriculture. And yes. uh, through the programs we've been having, we've been working with women, especially in reproductive health, yes. the desire to see just women coming yes. up, women uh, knowing their rights, women be, being able to defend themselves, women being able uh, to self just uh, not just uh, depending on men, just that just economic freedom is what yes. get me into uh, working with the area of agriculture. Mm -hmm. Mostly when we were doing agriculture with women, uh, uh, we are majoring in, in um, kitchen gardening, uh -huh. where we encourage women to grow their own vegetables so that uh -huh. they, okay, this vegetable they grow in a small, they maximize the, the plot. They're able to get food and they're able to, to also uh, sell. And as homemakers, if they're not empowered, uh -huh. then uh, uh, you see uh -huh. the community, okay, the, the whole the homestead, the community will look miserable because women are not empowered. By the way, they empower this food. You will see the families are happy and the community is happy, mm. and there is peace in the home when a, a woman is empowered. So that's mm -hmm. what made me to work with women in in, in reproductive health, mm. in agriculture, now also in poultry keeping, and uh, empowering them even to be just agribusiness, to be or, uh, entrepreneurs, to be innovative. Just mm. having an an entrepreneurial mind uh, is mm -hmm. what uh, what making me work and like working with women because I'm also 
a woman and I want yeah. to see women change women <laughs> women yeah. empowered yeah uh, and I'm I'm so so happy and uh, I'm so moved with the, what Joanne at Alina are doing yeah and I really want to I, I just want to see that happen here because mm-hmm. mine is to see a woman empowered we are giving back girls. Mm. We want to see them empowered. You see, right. empowerment is freedom and liberation. When you're not empowered, you're not liberated. You'll still mm-hmm. be a slave when you don't have knowledge. Yeah. Thank um. You. Yeah. Hopefully, when you get to go to the U.S., you'll visit yes. Allen Neighborhood Center. That it. I. I believe it has a lot of of, of information yeah, I, for and you. That's, and that's why I chose Allen because I looked at it and I saw the program and I felt this is what I really want to do and see happening here in our communities. And I'm so, so happy. Mm. That is yep. that is very interesting to hear. Joanne and Kat are very, probably very excited to receive you, learn from yep. you, and you all learn from each other. Yeah, um, what, have been, what have been your achievements so far working with women and um, the youth in this area? Of, I've, of course, I've gained more skills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been able to sharpen my skills and understanding the youth, being able to train them, being able to to see the change I want to see in their lives. And also with the youth, seeing behavior change, that they're changing from just uh, uh, depending on their parents and also not being innovative. Now they are becoming innovative. Mm-hmm. They're coming up with ideas. Mm-hmm. They're able to come up with ideas with, with small facilitation. They're able to even to have an income. And also, this same, same youth, uh, the change I've seen in them is that they're also becoming change agents. Whatever mm. they are learning, whatever mm. they're seeing being done, they're emulating, and also, uh, they're also being role models to other youths who are not doing, and uh, they're attracting more youths into the program. And mm. women, uh, uh, I've really liked working with women uh, because uh, now when you see a home which is sustainable to feel good, more so, I've been able to to help women form groups. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm able to access funding, uh, small funds, just yes, local funds, like uh, or like in Kenya we have Uwezo Fund. We have also Women Enterprise Fund. These funds are helping, uh, enabling women to uh, to facilitate their small projects with which they're able to um, make an income and also gain a living out of it. Mm-hmm. And also, and also. As a woman, I've also been able to, it, it has helped me even to go back to school also, to sharpen my skills. I'm now doing a, a diploma in business management. And mm. my aim is just to help women come up with uh, with enterprises, develop enterprises that will, will enable them uh, to be food secure, to be economic ec- economically uh, empowered. Very interesting. Um, Kat, Kat and Joanne, yes. what are some of the things that you're proud of um, um, as um, Allen Neighborhood Center? Uh, some of the things I would say that we're the most proud of with Allen Neighborhood Center is that we are community driven. Um, mm-hmm. And this is kind of what Linda was just saying as well, is that the work that we do, the capacity that we have, the impacts that we have is all driven by our community and what our neighbors here at Allen Neighborhood Center tell us that they need, what they want, what they believe the strengths are, how they would like to handle problems Mm -hmm. and they would like to find solutions. Mm -hmm. And I think that's been such a great thing of this program as well, is when we meet people like Linda, when we meet people like Daisy, when we meet people like Nyalijwa, all these women who participated in this program, we hear stories of how back home they have worked with their stakeholders and how they've learned what, 
you know, what their stakeholders need, what their women, what their, you know, their clients, um, how they would like to find justice, how they would like to be empowered, what they view entrepreneurship to be. Uh And the great thing about this program is that we all have the capacity. We might have the resources to help these women achieve their goals, help these youth achieve their goals. Um, And I think that's the thing that I'm the most proud of in our work is that we listen to our neighbors, we listen to our stakeholders, and we use our skills and our resources to make sure that we do what we should do for them. That's very interesting. And that's very nice. Uh, This whole month, we are celebrating women, right? It's the Women's Month. So what, what kind of advice do you have for women out there? most especially women in business, most especially women that are doing community work to improve their communities. What kind of advice do you have for women out there? Joanne, Joanne and Kat? You know, our, our job is to is to engage our neighbors, you know, mm-hmm. women that um, live in our community and try to figure out what they're, what their needs are, what their challenges are, what their aspirations and their dreams are, and then uh, create programming, you know, mm. that uh, that facilitates uh, their being able to act act out those dreams. One of my favorite stories is one that Kat brought back uh, from Africa. Uh, we had been in Dar es Salaam in Tanzania, and uh, one of our last nights we went to an Ethiopian restaurant you know, thousands of miles away from home. Uh, And we go to this Ethiopian restaurant and one of the women working came up to us and asked who we were and why we were visiting. So we, you know, gave a brief overview of the program we're a part of. And I explained a little bit about Allen Neighborhood Center and our programs. And when I mentioned that we have a licensed commercial kitchen that people rent and that we have all sorts of people like Rahel Musa, who rents our kitchen to make, and her business is Tefrific, the woman knew yeah, I remember her. Mm. Isn't that amazing? And this it's woman amazing. who's not even a part of this program, this woman mm. who's literally just working at a restaurant that I happen to go to, yeah. she knew this woman and said she was such an inspiration to yeah. her and to her work to women. know that, yeah, mm. that this woman could be so successful. And I think that's just a great example of how this program can be so empowering um, to women yeah. all across world even the people who aren't necessarily participating in this program um yeah. it can have such impacts and i think that's pretty amazing yeah the program touches everyone from near and far most especially women that's yes. very interesting yes linda what could be your advice to your fellow women most especially the young women you know who are like you Wow, thank you. Uh, um, my my advice or maybe okay uh, on women especially the young women Mm-hmm. Like as like with the right skills and uh, with the right mind, uh, entrepreneurship is a is a, is is a, is a real goal to social social change. That when you mm-hmm. are up, when you have an enterprising mind, nothing will uh, that you 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 are able to achieve much. And uh, we should like women. We should change uh, from uh, this habit of feeling that maybe doing business, doing uh, uh, doing being enterprising is is for 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 people who are old. For advanced in age, no. As a young, mm. as a young man, if you're able to to start an like just like as this, you're able to, to be innovative and come up with a, with an enterprise. Even at, at a tender age, mm. you are able to make a change that everybody will look and say, "Wow, look at this uh, girl, look at this lady." 
and mm. you'll be able to move around and go far and be able even to touch the communities and mm. be a real social, social a, a real change agent in a community. Mm. And also, uh, we should not be limited with our gender because uh, being a woman doesn't mean that uh, you are not able to do. In fact, what a, a woman, a man can do, a woman can do even better. So we are better entrepreneurs. And as women, we are we, we know how to serve, we know how to budget, we know how to do all these things. So with yeah. the right skills and being able just to enterprising we really do good and we really uh, do great and um just uh, challenging women outside there that don't fear don't fear to don't don't shy away from being an enterprising because in the world we are living now if you're not an, 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 an entrepreneur uh, life will not be so good for you because uh, uh, economically there's economic there's, uh, there's, there's the economic uh, the, there's economic crisis everywhere so we, being an entrepreneur will always make you shine and make you live your life at, uh, and be at, at its best. Thank you. Very, 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 very beautiful words of wisdom there. Um, are there any recommendations probably that uh, you would like to give to the program? Um, any recommendations for improvement of the program? Um, anything to recommend? Um, probably Linda can start. Okay, maybe what I'll say is that uh, um, uh, the whole program, like mentorship, is a when 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 mentorship is a is a, is a, is a, is a, is, a, is a, so great in this program. Mm -hmm. And I just would like to say that uh, uh, it should be approached in a holistic manner, mm -hmm. and uh, there should also be a guide and a plan that uh, will not just remain at the alumni level. Mm. But should also trickle down to our projects as, and as and our communities as, as well, so that uh, mm. we are able to mentor these communities. We should also understand how this mentorship works and how it benefits us, and even and how it will benefit our communities. And more so, as we continue, we will also need more resources and handouts on career uh, topics, so that we're able to, you know, we want to grow these communities. We want to grow ourselves as we grow the communities. And uh, with these resources, uh, we are able to replicate what is, you know, I just want to see, uh, I have this mind that I want to see uh, what is happening in Alien and other Nini just happening in our community. Mm. So what we need is that those are resource materials and more networks uh, should be created to enable us to network and expand our programs and expand our partnership uh, a, a partnership across uh, the globe. That is uh, mm -hmm. one of the ways really that we can get to learn from one another, one of the ways in which we can grow, one of the ways in which we can share experiences and know um, how we can improve and be able to innovate. That is very true. Um, John and uh, Kat. And, and, and also, just, just, just a little bit. Mm -hmm. and also, yeah, and also, uh, we would also like to establish, okay, like expand and establish our collaboration, especially uh, with the alien, because mm. their programs, yeah, I look at the programs and the internal objectives and the activities mm. is what we want to do here. And please, they, Joanne, please don't they that, as that, as that they align with yeah, the objectives. Yeah, they align the objectives. I just that looked at, at their bios and what they're doing, and I was marvelled. I was like, wow, this is what I was looking for. So and that's where, you that's where you want to go as well. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's good to hear. Yes, 
I think Kat and I uh, would be in total agreement that the program uh, should be grown uh, and expanded and uh, hopefully provide opportunities for ever larger numbers of women uh, to, uh, to partner and collaborate and to visit and learn uh, from one another. Um, and then, you know, this, this program and, and its predecessors, uh, the programs that preceded it, the Women's Empowerment Programs, are such gems. They have been uh, so successful in wow. creating friendships, you know, uh, you know, across continents. And um, I am, I'm really thinking that the more that we can tell the stories of uh, the women who, you know, who come here and then uh, and learn from us and the, you know, what we can learn from women in Africa, the more we learn about the projects that all of us are launching and kind of nurturing in our home countries and our home communities, the more we can uh, put a light on the stories of the women uh, on both continents that are involved in, you know, community development of this sort, the better. And that's why this uh, podcast uh, is such a great idea and why we just jumped at the opportunity to be involved in this. We congratulate you, uh, Oliver, for, you know, for setting this up and for helping, you know, give a broader, reach a broader audience about, about these partnerships. Thank you. Yeah. So it's, yeah, actually the podcasts are really a very good idea to be able to share, you know, Sometimes mm -hmm. you really want the whole entire world to know what you're doing. It is one right. of the best ways to, to send a message out there, to be able to provide information and to be able to, um, to, be able to give hope to other people that uh, things are possible. Yes. And yeah, I think this is a really, really great idea. <laughs> yeah. All right. Any parting shots, uh, Joanne and um, Kat? We are coming to the end of our podcast. Any parting shots? Yes, Linda. Yes, I look forward to meeting Alien and uh, meeting and Joanne and Kat. Joanne and Kat, anything that you're looking forward to? Uh, looking yeah. forward to uh, more conversations with Linda, more uh, opportunities to work with women from Africa. Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited to meet more people and learn about the work that they're doing. It's always really kind of eye-opening to hear about how people across the world are doing this kind of work and hearing the methods and the tools that they're using and the outcomes that they're seeing. It's It really opens your eyes, even when you're doing neighborhood work and that's very specific to your region, your specific area, hearing mm -hmm. how other people are doing things can open your eyes to trying new things and understanding things differently in your work at home. That's, that's really interesting. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so thank you so thank much. You. Thank you so much, John, Kat, and Linda, for joining this podcast. Um, we look forward to very many more conversations like this and very many more insights from all of you. It's been nice having you yes. on this podcast. Yeah, this have has a been a pleasure. Thank you. So much. Yeah, have a good morning, John and Kat, and have a good evening, Linda. Bye. Bye bye now. Thank you. Thank you so much, Oliver. Thank you so much. The Alliance for African Partnership is committed to building networks across all sectors, leading in activities that positively transform institutions and livelihoods in Africa, the U.S., and beyond. 
For more information, visit www.aap.isp.msu.edu. AAP, building bridges, transforming lives and institutions. This podcast was brought to you by the Alliance for African Partnership in collaboration with the U.S. Department of State.